Welcome to Executive Insights. I'm Dan Daly, the publisher, and today we're joined by a good friend, John Castle. Uh, quick background on John. He is the chairman and the CEO of a firm, a private equity firm based out of New York called Castle Harlan, and they are a global investment firm. Uh, so John has significant experience running companies. Prior to founding uh, his own firm, he was the CEO of Donaldson Lufkin Genret, which was one of the uh, largest investment banking firms on a global basis. So at the same time, John has significant experience both as a corporate CEO, as a significant investor, uh, as a director in publicly held companies, in privately held companies, and also, which I think is very relevant, we appreciate it, he is a major factor in philanthropic and nonprofit boards of directors. So John brings some operating experience, a lot of operating experience. He brings a lot of investment experience, and he brings a lot of board experiences. Some of it good, some of it not so good, and he'll share that with us today. So uh, John, welcome, and I appreciate you coming all the way from New York, and we're ready to learn. Well, it's great to be with you, Dan. I deeply appreciate the opportunity to well, chat we're, with you. Well, we're doing it. Let's get down. And uh, John, our, our audience is, is senior executives uh, and members of the board um, who are very interested in learning how to be better board members to move from being senior executives to members of the board and the whole concept of corporate governance. And as you know, as I know too, corporate governance is changing at light speed. So some of the boards that you've served on and I've been exposed to that's, that's ancient history. So, John, let's, uh, we, we, we talked beforehand. What I'd like to have you cover based on some of your experience, uh, you're on a board, uh, perhaps you're, you're, you're chairman of the governance committee or the new member committee. Tell me some of the things that based on your considerable experience, and, and feel free to delve into nonprofit, some of the things that you look for, and we'll, we'll, we'll take most important, less important, unimportant. The, the most at the top, the most important things you look for in a potential new board member? Well, I think overwhelmingly the most important thing is to have a, a person with broad business and other kinds of experience. Okay. All right. He's been involved in all kinds of different aspects of business and so forth because I think a really constructive board member is going to be an individual who can contribute in many different areas, many different levels. Okay. I, I think it's also useful if the board member has is actively involved in some enterprise today. Uh, and let me explain why. Please. Because, um, uh, you know, today in dealing, for instance, right now in dealing with business, uh, there have been issues of inflation. Yep. There's been issues of um, uh, 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 disruptions in terms of the supply, supply chain. chain. Absolutely. Uh, there have been issues of um, uh, of uh, cybersecurity and what's, all types what's of going new regulations on. that you've uh, got to comply uh, with. There are all kinds of new regulations yep. in the form of uh, the SEC now wants pay for performance right. data and so right, forth. Right. Um, um, and and um, one of the great benefits of a board member is that you have maybe nine people, some some number of individuals, who are actively involved in all of these areas. This is how my company's dealing with the 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 inflation issue or okay. the cybersecurity issue or uh, the the issues related to internal audit. Now John, let me interrupt you there for a second. 
that could the person I, I agree with you completely that person could bring that specific knowledge from their company uh, but to bring that knowledge they don't absolutely have to be a board member of their company they could be a senior executive let's say in charge of global marketing or manufacturing or yeah. cyber so well, uh, let's let's not let's not look at that potential person as oh are they on the board of their own company that would be nice to have but if they could bring the other things that makes them valuable as you know uh, Dan 50 years ago there were many instances where a, a corporation would have three or four of its senior right, officers right, right. on the board, and, um, and, and therefore they would be technically board members and involved in the process. Uh, today, that isn't so likely to be the case. It's uh, because usually just the chief executive. But notwithstanding that, on a, in a board, Usually, a company, when it meets, will bring in its senior operating person, its senior marketing okay. people, its senior manufacturer, certainly its CFO, and those people will participate in a significant portion of the board okay. meeting. So, so some your, your Maybe perspective. Maybe not the executive yeah. session, but the rest will. Yeah. That experience you just outlined would be close to the top of your list as qualifying them to be considered to join your board, even though they might not currently be a board member because they've got experience that's related to the board, perhaps making presentations, making reports, et cetera. Uh, you mentioned earlier, which I thought was very interesting, uh, and I'm, I'm big on board culture, uh, and I'm sure you are, but uh, I spent a little more time on it. Let's, let, let's talk about, because uh, it fits right in with that, this person is, um, is not a current board member, okay, but they make presentations to the board, and you're pretty comfortable with the person. And what's another way for you to get kind of an interpersonal uh, evaluation of that person? You you mentioned. I, I think you want the, somebody the night before the, the night before the board meeting, John. Well, uh, usually, um, in in most corporations, many corporations, there will be a dinner the night before mm -hmm. the board meeting, and at that dinner. Uh, the executives and everyone will have an opportunity to mix with the board and at the dinner and so forth you get an opportunity to evaluate people uh, even John, though they're not do, on Would you do that, John, at a dinner party? Oh, absolutely. You'd be evaluating? I'm a very bad guy. You know. Jeez, you are a bad guy, John, <laughs> at, at a dinner party. Uh, so if I'm at that dinner party, uh, it's going to be one glass of wine, that's it, and I probably won't talk to John Castle. Okay. <laughs> well, I, uh, I probably am not having any glass of wine. Right, right, probably, right. But, um, but I agree with you. I mean, in, 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 uh, having been in the recruiting business for 40 years, uh, it's unkind, but... Uh, Cocktail time or a couple of drinks before dinner is a very, very well, good you might find screening. Out a lot. You, I, <laughs> I have found out a lot, most of it good, but a couple of times very bad. Right. And we caught it just in time. So I'm very, I'm, I'm serious. But I mean, you, you, you think that that's a good chance to get another cut on the person. I, I agree with you completely. Obviously, you want a very bright person yep. because you're bringing them into a, a different company, a type of company that they currently are in, um, in most cases, probably in all cases. And uh, you, so you want somebody who can quickly assimilate a new type of business, yep. new type of activity. Yep. Uh, but um, but you want to make sure that they've been experienced and, um, and that they... Um, and to the degree that they're dealing with many of the same business issues that you're dealing with, right? Because um, they're you, you got they're executives in your company. Yeah, you, you got nine people in the in the board, 
And those nine people are saying, this is how I'm dealing with inflation. Yep. Oh, well, that's how you're yep. dealing with inflation. Right. What are you doing about pricing? Right. Uh, 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 you're having a lot of problems with these right. products from right. China. Right. How, how, how are you so handling if, that? If the potential candidate is there, that's advantageous for that man or woman to talk to some of those other board members to get an opinion about what they feel. So there's, there's a lot of exchange of valuable data. Now, John, I, just so we don't mislead our, uh, our our viewers here, the people who would be invited to that dinner before the uh, board meeting would only be board members and employees, senior executives. You'd never bring a potential candidate from outside to that particular well, function. There might be instances where, let's suppose you have a very specific issue. Okay, and, All right, fair, and, fair. And, 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 and uh, you're, you're, and you want to discuss doing that business. Put a label on doing business with China, right? Okay. And you know this person knows a great deal. You might invite them to a board uh, to a board dinner, and have them make a little presentation. These are the ways that we, um, uh, you know, I'm going about that these okay. days. Or uh, I, 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 I frankly like it, but I've got to comment. There is some risk involved. I. I think I would make that decision, and I'm sure you do, with a lot of thought and review, not casually. No, because well, that, well, that, that could, could be very beneficial. It also could end up being a grenade with a pinout. Well, okay. I, I, but I, I, but I, I like the concept of it when, when there's a specific. Now, you, you'd have to. You, I think you'd have to, as, as a courtesy, you'd have to say uh, to the person, "We'd like to." We're, we're always very thoughtful, or yeah, at least right. we try to be. But if, if there might be a, a case where you say to someone, "Gee, you know, I'd like it if you'd just come to my board meeting and explain to us kind of how you your particular company is dealing with this specific issue." I'm going to be uh, a bad guy. So you ask me, and I say, "John, be my pleasure." Now, John, uh, I, I'm interested in your company. You. Uh, now, will this really be an interview, or am I going to make a legitimate presentation, John Castle? Well, uh, I would. I just have like to, to make. Answer, I, 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 be would a pain in the neck. I would have to answer that based upon which one of the two it is. Okay. If okay. it's really an interview, well then, <laughs> look, Dan, this is a sneaky no. way to have an interview. No, I'm, John, I'm or, with you. Or, or yep. uh, you know, yep. I'm going to be upfront with you. I'm going to say this is what we're doing here. And, uh, I, I, John. Uh, I just want your expertise. And then you might say, well, gee, John, that's great, but I normally charge $10,000 for my Right, answer. right, right. <laughs> Perfect answer, because I think all of those possibilities uh, that are not written in the boardroom, but perhaps in the dinner before. I think all of those things are are, are important in their tools, but we want to make sure our viewers understand the effective way to use those tools, because they, they can be very demanding, okay? And uh, we, we have a lot of experience in those interpersonal situations, but some of our viewers might not. So it's a good idea, just make sure that you know what you're doing, that you that the person who's coming is comfortable, and I think I would run the idea of having that guest from outside. I think I'd run that by a couple of fellow board members oh, to make sure. Absolutely. Okay. I, I, right. You know, I, I I I'm a I'm, I'm a, just being I'm, I'm just being the bad guy. Look, John. I, I'm an upfront guy. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to tell you the way I think it should go and what's okay. what we're up to, and right. and I typically if you invite somebody to a board 
uh, dinner like that, uh, you're going to say this is what's Good. on our mind. No. This is what we're up to. We're we're in agreement. I'm, no, I'm, we're I'm, just, take, I'm just being the, we're taking, the cultural uh, social police here. Yeah, we're going to take x-rays of you. And yeah, that's we're right, going to right. check you that's, up that's, that's, that's right. That's, we, just, we just have a couple of people from the FBI who are just here as guests. John, uh, I, I, we've, this is exactly what I wanted to do is, is talk a little bit and be a little bit creative, which you, you have been based on your experiences, is this isn't cookie cutter. Uh, today's board has to be creative in terms of what they're looking for, what they're getting, and how they go about the process. One other thing that um, uh, I, I know we've had a little bit of discussion on is your opinion uh, on whether a member of your board, uh, or maybe even your CEO who's on your board, uh, what about them serving on other boards? I mean, that's all over the place. Tell us your well, stand my, my, on that. My view is that a CEO should serve on other boards and uh, that they're, the benefit they get is not any fee that they receive. Right. But the fact that they have Hopefully nine you're other, paying them enough. They don't need the extra fee. Right. Right. But, but there, are, there are eight or nine other people that they're sitting down with they're talking about problems. I, I, I just recently I had a um, uh, an individual who um, I, I'm involved with uh, on a board, and um, they had gone to based on other board meetings that they had had, another board meeting that they had had. Uh, they got a whole bunch of information. They showed up with a big thick file right, right. on cybersecurity because they, <laughs> they had got it from okay. the other board. Okay. Right. Another so, another instance, let me just give yeah. a couple instances. Another instance, this, there's a gentleman who was one of my CEOs and he's around 63, 64, starting to think about retirement mm -hmm. and, and, and moving on. And um, based upon his exposure at another board right. where they had a similar situation, got it. he got a whole bunch of new ideas and thoughts about how do we do the free consulting, the, the, the management transition, how do we move on from here and, and, and do things um, uh, more effectively. Okay. Okay. Uh, and maybe give, I'll give you a third one. Uh, another individual um, uh, was dealing with the issues of internal audit mm -hmm. and um, he got a whole bunch of new ideas and thoughts and about approaches on internal audit. So uh, I, I think that a, a CEO on another board has an opportunity to see a okay. whole bunch of things, a okay. whole bunch of issues that will make him do his job okay. On your for your okay. company better. So I'm going to say to our viewers, John Castle feels that the potential risk or inefficiencies of having a board member or your CEO serve on other boards is far outweighed by the positives that that experience. It can be experienced from an executive and management standpoint, but what you're saying, it can be very specific and valuable experience that can be applicable to the company. Absolutely. So you're, 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 you're a strong supporter. Don't serve on five boards, but I'm comfortable with you serving on one or two. So, right, absolutely. Uh, I'd want to thank John Cashel. He's taken a lot of um, uh, experience over the, over the years at all levels and kind of looked at, looked at things from another standpoint. We're not just trying to do a textbook hire. We're not just trying to do a textbook management. We're trying to think outside the box. So hopefully uh, you've learned something, as I have, from John's. And stay with us. We'll be back shortly. So thank you very much.